The Afropreneur Podcast, a podcast for African entrepreneurs, presents inspiring, innovative, and disruptive entrepreneurs from Africa as they share their lessons, insights, and learnings from their unique entrepreneurial ventures. I'll be your host. My name is Ogweno Stephen. Let's roll. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Afropreneur Podcast. This is season two we are recording today. And uh, we are very privileged to be joined by quite the entrepreneur today, uh, Mr. Humphrey. Uh, he'll be talking to us a bit about his businesses, about um, what he's doing and what he's about. And then we'll also get to learn what lessons can we learn from him and his business that we can apply in our businesses. So without further ado, uh, Mr. Humphrey, how are you doing? Very well, Steve. Mm. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Good to be here. Yeah, so introduce yourself. Give us a very detailed introduction of yourself. Uh, so, who are you? What are you doing? Where do you come from? What's your business? Give us a, an introduction. Great. Thanks, Steve. So, um, I'm Humphrey, Humphrey Kirui, mm-hmm. MD and Lead Consultant at uh, Binary One Solution. Mm-hmm. It's a company I founded. Mm-hmm. And uh, together with a couple of CIOs we uh, who hail from the you know, manufacturing space, corporate space. Mm-hmm. We came together to build products that address digital transformation, mm-hmm. particularly for manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So basically, we carve out IT solutions for manufacturers mm-hmm. and uh, with tools and actual products to achieve that, mm-hmm. um, centering on uh, digital loyalty mm-hmm. and ERP, mm-hmm. as Odoo ERP. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a journey, an exciting one, mm-hmm. really to get to the entrepreneurial space. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, um, long stints uh, in corporate, mm-hmm. uh, starting off uh, with sub consulting. I worked for um, a Pan Africa, Pan African telecommunications company, mm-hmm. and uh, leading really manufacturers. Mm-hmm. One of which was uh, is a multinational uh, Fortune 500 mm-hmm. FMCG manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So in my journey then I was able to look at really the local setting which is Kenya mm. and uh, indeed um, as a country to get to the next stage of development we're looking at manufacturing industrialization mm-hmm. as the go-to uh, pillars for that evolution. So for us, as a technology company, we are basically looking at how can we support manufacturing better Mm. to digitally transform and to make business sense. So um, we've got uh, customer experience products known Mm -hmm. as uh, Nawiri Digital Loyalty, Mm -hmm. which basically helps um, uh, to push FMCG products in the market Mm -hmm. by issuing instant uh, digital rewards like airtime tokens, coupons, mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. And we also get into ERP consulting, mm-hmm. which we believe is really needed, particularly in most uh, local manufacturers that mm-hmm. are family-run. Mm-hmm. And we are really seeing a lot of traction around that. And in a nutshell, that is uh, the background. That is what mm-hmm. binary does. Mm-hmm. And that is what uh, I'm here to and no, talk about. Talk about. Yeah, yeah uh, interesting to see that uh, you sort of started from corporate and then sort of went into uh, your entrepreneurship journey and now uh, being the MD for Binary. So, how was that journey? Uh, how was the journey uh, from corporate to getting to start your business and how did that look like? What sort of inspired you to see that, okay, there's an opportunity to move 
and become an entrepreneur especially considering that entrepreneurship now you use your money uh, while it's in corporate you're mostly paid so it's a, it's an easier sort of thing so how did that journey look like yes indeed uh, so the journey has been really a thrill and uh, very interesting because ordinarily after having worked uh, in a certain industry for a long time it's everyone's desire to get out there and uh, make your name known. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I think I'd reached the, the height of my career. Mm-hmm. And I only thought it best that um, I get out there and uh, you know, share the knowledge that I have with businesses, particularly from an advisory point of view. Mm-hmm. And then we went on to build those particular tools to address those concerns that uh, manufacturers have when they want to digitally transform. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at getting to, manu- um, to uh, entrepreneurship, it was an idea that started simmering even as I was in corporate. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just building the fabric and bedrock of the company, having it registered and all that, mm-hmm. um, having an idea of the segment we want to specialize mm-hmm. in. So it takes a lot and um, we had late nights where we had to, you know, get together with, you know, uh, just the few resources and the mm-hmm. few people that I would seek advisory from mm-hmm. to build the basic structures of the company. It was initially scary because you're right, mm-hmm. um, uh, corporate world is quote-unquote a safe mm-hmm. environment, safe environment. Yeah. but here we're looking at the business savanna and the mm-hmm. digital savanna as mm-hmm. it were. And uh, for me, I thought, look, um, there's huge potential out here. Others have made it. So mm-hmm. um, I'd say you really have to be sure about how you're going to live at the end of the day mm-hmm. because you're not, be, not going to be getting that regular paycheck. Mm-hmm. So a lot of savings and just putting aside mm-hmm. uh, money to, to you know, sustain you as you move along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, having done that and going through the initial jitters, mm-hmm. you more or less... Um, settle in Mm -hmm. and it's the thrill of business that Mm -hmm. keeps pushing you Mm -hmm. uh, towards greater heights Mm -hmm. yeah yeah interesting you mentioned that uh, you had to plan yourself sort of had to have a exit strategy if if i may call it like that so give us a perspective in terms of the years so how many years in corporate then how did you get into business and how many years now into business just to show uh, because a lot of people studying businesses today think that you start today and you make it tomorrow and a lot of people in work today uh, want to quit the next day and get into the business so how did that sort of look like how did you uh, how many years did it take and what is the time frame you know what is the time frame component yeah that's that's a that's a good question steve and um i'll speak in my own case i'll speak for my for myself and uh, i've been i've been in corporate for around about 15 years mm-hmm and fully in binary now uh, for three years. Mm -hmm. So we're nearing that 20-year mark Mm -hmm. uh, in my work career. Mm -hmm. So the plans around getting out uh, to get into binary Mm -hmm. um, started around eight years back. Mm -hmm. So five years before I left corporate, Mm -hmm. I was already you know, uh, thinking about venturing, mm-hmm. you know, setting setting aside funds, mm-hmm. uh, the mindset, mm-hmm. you know, doing your own personal SWATs, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, uh, you know, how are you going to survive at the end of the day, mm-hmm. which is very big, particularly when you have a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so with a bit of planning, it's not rocket science, it's just uh, 
being humble about it mm-hmm. and uh, a bit of thrift you know avoiding the mm-hmm. spending mm-hmm. and 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 some sacrificing some luxuries mm-hmm. all in view of uh, creating something bigger mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so the some beach resort trips had to be cancelled, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you come down to earth, uh you forgo some of those luxuries, mm-hmm. but uh, still um on every achievement you reward yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh so I won't say completely cancelled, mm-hmm. but more or less Post-point. scaled down. Mm-hmm. Uh but I'm a firm believer in um you know rewarding yourself. I mm-hmm. mean Nawiri itself is a reward program. <laughs> so uh, Nawiri our digital mm-hmm. uh, marketing uh, solution mm-hmm. is is a reward program. So when you reward yourself it also makes you want to reach higher. Mm-hmm. Within reason um you can take a one two day vacation mm-hmm. uh, with your loved ones and always come back energized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure thing. Yeah. So I guess I'll go into uh, the next question which would be uh in terms of uh daily habits you know um because entrepreneurs are people who are very routine based are people who have a few things that they do almost every day to help them keep sane because it's not a very easy uh, field to be in so what are those some what are some of those daily routines and habits that uh you've sort of taken into consideration or that you've practiced or that you continue to practice that uh, helps you to stay on your toes and helps you to be sharp. Yes, uh yeah, that's that's correct. So, um some of those routines uh for me center around my family life. Mm-hmm. Um I've been blessed with uh, two daughters and a lovely wife. Mm-hmm. And I try and build activity around that. Mm-hmm. So, I'd have movie nights with my family at least every week. Mm-hmm. Uh swimming session with my eldest daughter who's 6 mm-hmm. uh towards the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And I'd go get out there uh, and cycle around Nairobi and environs mm-hmm. with a group of friends and actually that helped a lot particularly in the corona period, you know, mm-hmm. not only just toughening the lungs uh but also just uh, injecting some creativity the business environment was mm-hmm. very still silent mm-hmm. we were able to get into things like uh, just building our brand around social media mm-hmm. uh, refining the products we are offering mm-hmm. and just persist persistently talking to those corporates out there so for me uh still family life has, is mm-hmm. a big pillar around what mm-hmm. i do to diffuse decompress mm-hmm. and get that energy back. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because uh especially for young entrepreneurs, the thing is they when they get into business, they always just want to stay there and do nothing else. So, yeah, just to hear that. Mm, okay, family life contributes a big part of, you know, helping decongest and distress is a, is a very key component as well. Yes. All right. So, uh what did you say you enjoy the most about being an entrepreneur? Uh what are like top 3 things that you enjoy about your business and about being an entrepreneur? Yes, good one there. Um that's I guess is the whole motivation of why we do this. Mm. And one is that you primarily get to define how you live. Mm-hmm. Um that is not a light statement because mm-hmm. um how you live needs to be, you know, Mm-hmm. uh funded in a way but mm-hmm. nevertheless yeah it needs to be funded <laughs> in a very big way <laughs> what I'm what I'm specific mm-hmm. about is that uh you know it's 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 all about um directed efforts mm-hmm. so um the intex- intensity of how you work where you work from mm-hmm. what you do with the proceeds from your business mm-hmm. there's a lot more leverage 
in that mm-hmm. uh, than uh, I'd say formal employment. Mm-hmm. There's only a limit or a ceiling with formal employment. Mm-hmm. And then again, um, with entrepreneurship, you know, the world is your playing field. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, we cover out products that are marketable not only in Kenya, but East Africa. And very soon, uh, we're looking at venture capitalists to come in and take us global, you mm-hmm. know, to scale. Mm-hmm. So really, um, we have the excitement around that is that you've got products and solutions that can address day-to-day problems Mm -hmm. and also give you that leeway of being able to work Mm -hmm. anywhere Mm -hmm. in the world, in the country Mm -hmm. Um, and and that creates a lot of excitement. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So that's one thing. Uh, What two other things do you enjoy about being an entrepreneur? Well, um, the the thing about it is that uh, you know, it's centered around the first point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and the thrill of creating, being mm-hmm. a creator. Mm-hmm. Now, in this case here, if you look at uh, our solutions and our products, mm-hmm. we have one where we've purely innovated mm-hmm. and, and brought to life. Mm-hmm. So, um, as an IT professional over the years, you know, you look at what you've been doing mm-hmm. and what does it culminate to. Mm-hmm. So, for me, the whole build-up with mm-hmm. this very nice product has mm-hmm. been through expertise in um, ERP space, in mm-hmm. the telecommunications network. So when you get uh, a coupon that can issue you instant airtime, there's mm-hmm. some telecommunication aggregation there. Mm-hmm. When you get power tokens, mm-hmm. and when we transition um, um, things like M-Pesa into utilities, mm-hmm. uh, like NHIF, mm-hmm. the blue collar operatives mm-hmm. who handle those FMCG products mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. the fundies, the electricians, mm-hmm. the housewives, the salonists. So you're creating a product that not only creates appeal to the last mile of uh, the supply chain, mm-hmm. but to the manufacturer when they grow their sales. Mm-hmm. To me, that is very fulfilling, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, ultimately, as an entrepreneur, um, um, you get to that point of self-actualization mm-hmm. with uh, your career mm-hmm. uh, specifically the path we've taken as binary one solutions mm-hmm. I feel more fulfilled uh, with binary one mm-hmm. and, and what we are all about mm-hmm. yes interesting all right so uh, I guess I'll move I'll sort of move into uh, this next question and this would be uh, what has been challenging? What have you found challenging about being an entrepreneur? Uh, it's a very challenging space, huh? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, That's so very true. Who, how, what challenges have you found on your way to establishing binary solutions? Uh, the challenges are there. Um, mm. It's just how you go about them and the learnings you get from them. Mm-hmm. But predominantly, particularly when you bring out a new product and a solution to the market, mm. not only is there that uh, awareness creation, mm-hmm and uh, the customer journey involved mm-hmm. but you also what, what i face specifically and to address that question mm-hmm. is um you know just the dynamics of the market mm-hmm. that sometimes your customer journey could take up to a year plus mm-hmm. and we've gotten to points where we're just on the negotiation table mm-hmm. uh, just at the final contractual bit, we do sign off mm-hmm. and then things just go slow or mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. That can be really disheartening, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. as you would imagine, yeah, you're about yeah, yeah. To, to 
crocodiles in war and then things just it fails yeah. just uh, you know take a slow turn mm-hmm. but still in good stride and particularly for the benefit of my team mm-hmm. that I also have to mentor and coach mm-hmm. then uh, I'd reassure them that you know um, these things take time there mm-hmm. are well informed reasons why they are slowing down mm-hmm. and again drawing from my background in corporate the corporate space mm-hmm. and you do realize there were those suppliers mm-hmm. that you kept at bay <laughs> or you held back for some time because of some due diligence mm-hmm. or just because of you know you, mm-hmm. you know the the, the the business environment mm-hmm. as it is right now every dollar has to be spoken for in those corporates mm-hmm. so then you only realize that when these particular prospects come come round mm-hmm. and they give you their story i mean it's nothing big it's just that they were aligning maybe budgets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know their teams internally without mm-hmm. necessarily communicating to you mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. so we've learned to be patient we've learned to be resilient mm-hmm. and on a positive note to just build up our pr so that um, no love lost even mm-hmm. for people who disengaged or held back mm-hmm. we still cordially associate with them mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, and i guess that's a, that's a very interesting uh, scenario because uh, when you're corporate you're the ones doing the thing right? you're the ones holding back <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly yeah that so <laughs> so when the table started you're like oh okay so this is how they were feeling like when we held back yeah. that is very true so <laughs> yes indeed the table stand and uh, you know uh, for the young entrepreneurs out there Um, I would recommend actually just a brief time in the corporate world to get an understanding of some of these things mm. because most people get frustrated and just either um, treat those particular hang-ups very badly mm-hmm. or give up. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of virtues that you can get uh, but the reason why you persevere is because you know this could be the likely situation mm-hmm. and you only reason that way because of prior experience mm-hmm. because you've seen it before because you've seen it before mm-hmm. yeah interesting all right so um what have been some of your most significant failures as a, as an entrepreneur um, and the reason why this question is very important is because a lot of entrepreneurs think that uh, you will start off and uh, hit your billion mark in the next one week Uh, they don't realize that failures is very much a part of the process. So, what are some of the failures that you've had, and uh, what lessons have you learned from them? Uh, great. Yes. So, um, I wouldn't call them failures as such. I think I'll draw back to the previous one of challenges, mm-hmm. right? Because where we fail, we we get up. I don't think we've we've really failed in matters delivery as such, mm-hmm. but in our internal goings on. So. some deadlines internally with the pro- um, product development teams mm-hmm. that have left to uh, that have left uh, uh, the project teams uh, exposed when it comes to uh, you know just meeting obligation client obligations mm-hmm. but just i, I think a, a lot to do with uh, uh, corporate uh, your 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 business lifestyle um, the, the ethics and mm-hmm. that you have and uh, You know, for us, it's a it's a it's a consulting house, mm-hmm. so it's a close knit uh, engagement with the consultants that we have mm-hmm. uh, in house. Mm-hmm. So for those challenges that would lead to failures, we 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 are able to mitigate them because of that uh, close relationship mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. We usually go out to you know 
uh, team building lunches, mm-hmm. just the usual stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, common mindset towards mm-hmm. a certain goal mm-hmm. uh, has been able to bring uh, most people back home mm-hmm. to address those specific failures that mm-hmm. we had. Mm-hmm. But we've, we've learned from them. Um, I think beauty about it is that we have exciting products. Mm-hmm. So we are able to salvage situations mm-hmm. really quick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, okay, we might have failed, but our things are good. So we sort of get back on track with those things. Eh? And that comes from uh, actually our clients. You know, mm-hmm. it's one thing um, just you know, beating our own chest. Mm-hmm. But most of the times when we're in front of clients, when we're talking about our solutions, mm-hmm. prospects, or existing customers, mm-hmm. then we're able to really engage from an advisory point of view mm-hmm. about how to go, I mean, how to, 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 to reel them back in mm-hmm. or how to go about uh, a certain constraint. Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting. All right. So, um, in terms of uh, recognition, so this is uh, usually a question that I love. What are some of the recognitions and achievements or milestones that you sort of uh, hit on your journey from corporate into entrepreneurship and what has that looked like? Great. So um, for Binary, we are fairly new uh, around town. Mm. Uh, I've been actively involved in Binary One Solutions for the last three years. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, in my career span, Mm -hmm. I've actually helped companies, uh, huge manufacturers, attain awards like uh, Company of the Year Award Mm -hmm. um, and the IT uh, segment, mm-hmm. um, Price Waterhouse Coopers Innovation Award. Mm, uh, see, yeah. yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, tweaking various technologies, uh, building up, you know, um, in house IT governance mm-hmm. to world class mm-hmm. is what I've been recognized uh, for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're soon hoping that with binary, uh, we get ventures on board, mm-hmm. venture capitalists, build it up and build those. Uh, in-house practices in the same light Mm -hmm. and I'm sure very soon you'll be hearing more about binary Mm -hmm. in the public domain in the IT space. Yeah, I know uh, when when that will happen I'll be like yeah, I know this guy. (laughs) I'll be ready to Mm -hmm. sign those autographs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not really. Probably just uh, share some innovative ideas. Sure thing, sure thing. Uh, I sort of moving into probably what would be uh, second to last question, and um, this question is: Where do you see uh, binary solutions in another five years? So five years is not a very long time. Uh, so, yes. how, how, where do you see yourself moving in another five years? Well, um, yes. Um, so our vision, or my vision for binary, is to actually scale to the public domain, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with our Nawiri digital uh, loyalty platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're really looking to, to, to go international mm-hmm. as, a, as a loyalty, digital loyalty authority, mm-hmm. a provider of digital rewards. Mm-hmm. So we are leveraging our riding on uh, commerce, mm-hmm. FMCG trade, mm-hmm. to create excitement around uh, products, mm-hmm. you know, through through loyalty, mm-hmm. so we are looking to uh, uh, build the technology around blockchain. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, in future, get into the ICO space. Mm-hmm. And to get there, we are busy really, uh, you know, vetting partners mm-hmm. uh, that we can work with that can actually take us to that very exciting global stage. Mm-hmm. Yes, interesting. 
Alright, so now, second to last now, uh, question. Um, three lessons. If I asked you today, what are the three lessons that you could give me as a, as a young entrepreneur that I could sort of uh, carry on and use for the next, uh, you know, in my entrepreneurship journey that you've learned? Uh, what would that be? Yes, so um, uh, basically just live within your means. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get too excited. Uh, you know, you sign one big contract and you start spending crazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, that basically boils down to your personal attributes. Mm -hmm. You know, just be humble enough to remember that you've got lives taking care uh, to take care of. Mm -hmm. You know, the people you work with, you know, have to have reserves to take you through the stormy weather. Mm -hmm. So, in as much as your bank balances may look really good, mm -hmm. you still need to be humble enough to. Mm -hmm. To live within your means so that you can uh, you know uh, weather the storm mm -hmm. uh, should it arise like uh, mm -hmm. we've seen with the COVID. COVID came we're mm -hmm. still here mm -hmm. and we're still here because of that uh, that perspective mm -hmm. right second is patience and tolerance mm -hmm. nothing happens overnight even with uh, remarkable innovations mm -hmm. and breakthrough technologies mm -hmm. um, people just don't sign the next day mm -hmm. so it takes a lot of patience and and and, and just um, patience that moves forward um, you know delightfully mm -hmm. so it's not kujikaza kujiumiza but but just with the good strategies and plans, mm -hmm. uh, setting up a good board that informs your activities throughout mm -hmm. the year, broken down into quarters, mm -hmm. um, really gives you that uh, proper roadmap. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, just take care of yourself, mm -hmm. take care of your health, uh, your physical health, mm -hmm. your mental health, mm -hmm. your spiritual health. Mm -hmm. That goes a long, long way to mm -hmm. just... Um, you know, helping you to, to carry on your business mm -hmm. and to, you know, push through. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So, uh, last question. Um, favorite quote and why? My favorite quote is very simple. This is in Kiswahili. It's Twende Kazi. Mm -hmm. Twende Kazi means basically let's get to work. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's, uh, it's meant to really... Uh, inject passion mm -hmm. around your everyday routine. Let's mm -hmm. get it done. Let's mm -hmm. get out there. Mm -hmm. And I got this from uh, an old mentor and friend, mm -hmm. a business progeny, um, famous guy, uh, mm -hmm. unfortunately uh, demised, uh, mm -hmm. Edward Mokio. Mm -hmm. He was my first boss mm -hmm. uh, when he started out at uh, a very famous uh, ACB mm -hmm. consulting company mm -hmm. that is local and has in fact now gone global mm -hmm. so I was one of the pioneering yes, uh, uh, mm -hmm. you know people uh, employees uh, mm -hmm. back then and I really loved his gusto and his zeal for life and mm -hmm. his zeal for work mm -hmm. and and the Twende Kazi emanates from there mm, interesting yeah yeah very good quote and with a good background as well to yes. it Yes. Yeah, so I guess uh, that's it. Twende uh, Kazi. Kabisa, Kabisa. So um, I guess for everybody listening in, uh, there are a few things that you could really pick from the conversation today. Make sure you share this conversation with your networks. This will be out on all streaming platforms. And uh, yeah, see you on the next one. Thank you very much, uh, mm -hmm. Steve. It's mm -hmm. been a 
delightful session. No, this has been uh, quite interesting as well for me. So thank you very much. Alright, thanks for listening and that's a wrap for this episode. For more exciting episodes like this, don't forget to follow our podcast, The Afropreneur Podcast, on all streaming sites and visit our website at www.ogwenostiffin.com. See you on the next one.